poor Fenna do? Did she run? Yeah, she ran. Dropped her near field basket of corn and ran like you never seen a girl run before. <coughs> How she did, and when her folks came home, they found her shivering under the kitchen table. No, put her straight to bed. They did. She couldn't even spoke for days after that. Stayed in bed for a week. She did. Oh, what a terrible fright she must have had. Yeah, terrible. Go back, go back. <laughs> In a bend in the Hudson River lies a small town known as Terrytown, and in that town is a new schoolmaster, who goes by the name of Ichabod Crane. Ichabod Crane was a native of Connecticut, and the name Crane fits his person well. He was tall but extremely thin, with a small head, long arms and legs, and huge feet. And when he walked, his whole body swung loosely all about. Almost as if he wasn't quite put together tightly enough. When he came to Terrytown, he carried with him all his worldly belongings in a simple cotton handkerchief. His schoolhouse was a one-room, dismal building, which was in a state of disrepair and sat in a rather lonely spot, at the foot of a woody hill. Emil, spell the word contentment. E. O N T E. Yes, yes. Go on. N T M E N T. Excellent, my young charge. Excellent. Now, Ilsa, what is the meaning of contentment? Um, pleasure. Correct. Now, Jan, give me an example of contentment. Contentment. Take on a raging bull. <laughs> I do not find your jocularity to be acceptable in my classroom. Very well, very well. I shall give you an example of contentment. When I polish off a fine meal of roast pig and pigeon pie, onion sauce and savory sausages with a hasty pudding, I am overcome with a sense of contentment. Yes, yes, roast pig and hasty pudding. Mm, I can almost taste it now. Oh, look at the time. Our day's done. Class dismissed. Oh, Emil. Yes, Master Crane? You don't suppose that your mother is preparing hasty pudding this evening, do you? I'm not sure. She doesn't tell me what she's making. She just tells me to eat it. Oh, of course, of course. Very well. I shall entertain your family with my company at the dinner table this evening. Yes, Master Crane. In addition to teaching, Ichabod loved to sing and to eat. He enjoyed traveling home with the students who happened to have a pretty sister. Or a mother that was particularly handy with a pot and a cooking fire. Yep, for Ichabod, life in Terrytown could have been an easy one, and it might have been, if it wouldn't have been for a haunted glen, 
known to the locals as Sleepy Hollow. And the apparition that continually appeared in Sleepy Hollow, the Headless Horseman. Master Crane, look out! A little jumpy this evening, Ichabod. No, no, not at all, Brahms Van Brunt. <laughs> if you're not jumpy, then why are you in the ditch? Did you think this was a fine night for a swim, or did you perhaps think that I was the headless horseman galloping up to whisk your spirits away? <laughs> Come on, boys, let's be off. Okay, Brombones. There goes Brombones and his gang. Are you all right, Master Crane? I'm quite all right, Emil. I'm quite all right. Let's get about and head to your house for dinner, shall we? Yes, Master Crane. Emil. Yes, sir? Who was this headless horseman that Brom mentioned? Oh, he's a terrible ghost that haunts Sleepy Hollow. They say he's a Hessian trooper whose head was carried away by a cannonball during the Revolutionary War. His spirit comes out at night and gallops wildly across the countryside looking for his head. I hear his favorite haunt is around the church down in the valley. His body is buried there, you know. Don't go past that church at night, Mr. Ichabod. It's just not safe. The Headless Horseman. Greta, fetch me some potatoes from the cellar. Yes, Mama. Lou pulled his shoe out in the field today. Papa won't be pleased. Hello, everyone. Look who I brought home for dinner tonight. Well, hello, Ichabod Crane. Did you bring your appetite with you tonight? Oh, yes, Mom. I certainly did. May I offer my assistance with the preparations? Why, that's most kind of you, Ichabod. If you could mind the baby for me, I'd be much obliged. Oh, I'd be delighted to. Then how's young Gerhard tonight? That was the most delicious meal, madame. And I must state that that was the sweetest hasting pudding to ever pass by my lips, Wilmke. Ichabod's right, Wilmke. Very tasty indeed. <laughs> I hear you said those exact same words to the widow Leafka just the other day, Ichabod. <laughs> I do believe you're right, Wilmke. I believe I did tell her that. Speaking of the widow Leafka, have you any interesting news from her household? Oh, I do, I do indeed. I heard that Lucas Vanderdrews is being accused of drunkenness in Terrytown. You don't say. Yes, Mom. His own wife caught him outside the tavern again. Sound asleep, mind you. And when she found him, it was high noon the following day. No. Oh, that Lucas Vanderdrews is no good. No good at all. And how are your singing lessons coming along? Any new students? Why, yes. I was visited by one Herr Van Tassel at my singing school the other day. He asked me if I would educate his daughter, Katrina Van Tassel, in the art of psalmody at their home. I shall be teaching her first lesson tomorrow. Ichabod, have you ever met Katrina Van Tassel? Well, no. 
No, I haven't. Oh, she's a lovely girl. A bit on the flighty side, though, never knowing what she really wants and changing her mind on a whim. She changes suitors like a blacksmith changes shoes on a horse. What I'm trying to say is she's a bit of a coquette. Be careful with that one, Ichabod. Oh, don't fret for me, Wilmke. Although I do seem to have a way with the ladies, I am a professional above all else. Just the same, Ichabod. You watch out for that one. And what of you, Wilmke? Any interesting news from me? Any supernatural events that may have occurred lately? Oh, Ichabod. Evil spirits abound in Sleepy Hollow. Oh, here we go again. Evil spirits, ghosts and goblins. That's all a bunch of hogwash, if you ask me. Oh, sure you do. You'll think it's a bunch of hogwash until something happens to you. Bah! I'm going outside to check on the barn. That man. Do you remember what I told you of the Hendrix? Oh, yes, yes. Well... Evil spirits are still plaguing that family. No! Oh, yes. The other day, when the folks were coming home from their chores, all of a sudden a great wind whipped up out of nowhere. It started throwing bricks and stones right at them. They ran for the house with stones, bricks, and even buckets flying all around. And then the cat flew right at the missus. Had an awful scratch on her, she did. And the mister was hit in the head with one of the stones. He has a bump the size of a goose egg. Once they all got inside and closed the door, it stopped. Oh, that's terrible. Simply terrible. I wonder if some person is attempting to cause harm to the Hendrix for some reason and has cast a spell upon them. <coughs> As I recall from the writings of Cotton Mathers,